Hey there, beautiful. Did you tune into last week's episode? Well, if you did, you will recall that I shared some pieces of my personal journey in an interview that I did with the beautiful Lisa Bryant on her show called Self. It's episode number eight if you fancy a little lesson after this one. So today's episode, in a way, follows on from that one. And that's a pattern that I am intending to do with this podcast is that I do back-to-back episodes on a similar theme. And what I realized after I listened to her podcast and the 40 or so minutes that she interviewed me, I actually didn't get to tell you the full story. This is the True To You podcast, your very own work bestie. Each week, we come together for honest conversations about reinventing yourself and your career, all while navigating a path towards meaningful work. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. So while my big leap might look like an overnight thing to the outside world, if you're a master at condensing time, it may appear that I leapt across this giant crevasse or went from the North Pole to the South Pole at this very rapid pace. However, in reality, this leap was in fact the result of many, many twists and turns, both internally and actions externally over several years. Okay, so you're probably wondering then, what did the last few years look like for me? How did I get from architect to then coaching women and their careers? Well, I thought I would share a short but not so definitive list because there's way more that I did other than these things. But these are just a few of the significant little leaps that I made over the last few years. So number one was learning to meet my inner critic and this thing called imposter syndrome in dark alleyways. And when I did meet them, being able to face them and not run and hide. That was number one. That was probably the biggest thing I had to overcome. And we're all still overcoming that one. Uh, The second thing was trying new practices. For me, I had never gotten into meditation. I did a bit of yoga, but meditation was very new to me. And for me, that looked like doing a little bit of self-inquiry. So looking at the thoughts and beliefs that perhaps were keeping me stuck and not moving me forward and sitting in that discomfort of knowing that actually I was going to have to choose new thoughts and new beliefs if I wanted to choose this path that was really true to me. So that was the second thing that I did. Then, of course, the next challenge was number three, and that was being able to stand behind these new thoughts and belief. So when everyone is going right, I chose to go left. And being able to continually stay in my lane and stay true to my path when I could see everyone else going in a different direction. 
or what appeared like everyone else was going in a different direction at the time. The fourth thing that I had to do was decide on a new vision for my life. So before I left, I had a pretty simple plan. It was a pretty loose plan, but it wasn't until I started working for Lululemon that I actually wrote down my goals. I'd never really written down goals. I'd verbalized them, but not to the same extent that we did at Lululemon. And I started to really acknowledge the goals that I wanted for me. So goals that felt, again, really true to me and not were goals that someone else imposed on me or that I thought I should do because that was the next thing, the next best thing to do. So that was a really significant leap for me and a little leap that I keep making is is keep reevaluating my goal setting process. The next thing I did was investing in personal growth and especially mentors. So working one-on-one with people whose tools allowed me to see myself and be able to see my work as my business evolved and as my coaching work evolved and what I coached on, being able to see that in a completely different light. So these are like little sprints. These are really intense periods of time. And often when we work with people, we do make really significant leaps and they help us be accountable for our actions and help us be really consistent. So for me, bringing in mentors over this past few years, and sometimes those mentors have actually been uh online and people that I have studied in books at it, it, it a really, um, I guess, have been really significant, but I've studied them at a certain intensity such that I've taken their principles and applied them. So that is one thing that can definitely expedite a leap is having someone go along the journey with you and support you and guide you through that process. The next thing that I had to do, the next leap that I had to make was getting real with the true value of my work and pricing accordingly. So this was definitely one of those uh, beliefs that I had to shift and really get clear on because previously as an architect, I had never priced my work. I was working for someone else. So someone else was putting a price on my work and oftentimes that was an hourly rate. So being able to shift from seeing things as an hour by hour to oh, what would it actually look if I delivered a certain amount of value over a period of time and really shifting my beliefs around that was was quite hard because we're often conditioned as well to believe that time is money. So uh, seeing that money actually comes from value was a completely new thing to get my head around and a leap I had to make for sure. The next leap, and this might seem like I was retracting, but in actual fact, being able to screw up a lot of times and find the lesson in it rather than ruminating in these feelings of failure. That was 
a really big internal leap that I had to make because, of course, when you're doing something completely different and the path hasn't been uh, walked by you before, you are going to have little screw-ups and you're going to not be perfect every time. So being able to go okay, what was the lesson from that rather than sit in the feelings of failure that oftentimes would have me be stuck and stop and and not keep going. The next thing I did was realize what boundaries actually meant. And this is really important. Uh, I was starting to do this certainly in my previous career But it became really important for me when I was starting to build my business and being able to devote time to that because I still had um, a full-time job at at that particular time. So being able to have boundaries, being able to have boundaries with my clients and decide for me what was okay and what was not okay, that was a really important leap to make. The next thing was learning to listen more than I spoke. And I'm someone who, as you know, because I've created a podcast, I have a lot to say and I have a lot of ideas and I can probably, uh, my friends and family would say, sometimes I can be a bit of a know-it-all. I like to tell you things that I've learned and ideas that I've got And so being able to listen to people and listen to their needs and what they wanted and what was really true for them as well, which might not be true for me, but what was true for them, that was a really important shift to make. And I couldn't certainly be a powerful coach without making that swap, learning to listen more than I spoke. Uh, The last few years has also been a lot of testing and experimenting with ideas. And sometimes that looked like uh, starting with one workshop, just one workshop idea, testing that one idea, and then building that to the same workshop, but several times per, per year. So another little but significant leap that I made. Then, similar to the one workshop becoming several workshops, it was starting with just one client and then several clients and accumulating what now is a few hundred hours of coaching under my belt between the one-on-one work that I do, the workshops, speaking, and a couple of retreats that I've run as well. So, You can see that over time, I've gone from one to many to several hundred hours of of this one thing. And just to be clear, many of these things that I've just shared with you, they weren't simple one-off quick fixes. They weren't things that I learned overnight. They were practiced day in and day out. And like this giant, if you could think about it, think about it like a giant positively charged snowball. You know, I had to um, collect uh, feedback along the way to help me gain momentum. I had to get 
hours and hours and hours of coaching under my belt to gain momentum, just like the snowball does. And it's really no different to an athlete. And maybe you are someone that that trains, maybe you're an athlete as well. So you're very, very familiar with uh, physical goals. And our career is no different to those physical goals that we have. One of my favorite episodes on this idea, the snowball effect, comes from Brooke Castillo's podcast, The Life Coach School, and it's episode number 236 called The Compound Effect. So this is another way of explaining this, this snowball effect and this Uh, leap that I made from one place to another, which in fact, like I said, wasn't one giant leap, but several little leaps over time. And why I love this episode is that it always reminds me of the power of consistent action. And when it's rough, you all know that I love being able to keep taking action and getting really messy. So It's not just consistent action when it feels good and when it's positive and you're seeing great results, but being able to still take action even when it's uncomfortable. So I reflected on this podcast recently after having a conversation with a woman in my life who has also experienced the compound effect while building her own uh, product-based brand. She has a skincare line and Sometimes when we have these great moments and we're sitting there reflecting on what has been, and in particular, I sometimes stop and I have these moments of, how the hell did I get here? How did I go from there to here? So I still do that, even though I know that I've made the change or made the leap, I still have these WTF moments where life just looks completely different, dramatically different from what it did a few years ago. And then I have to say to myself, oh yeah, that's right. It was all those little things that I did. So Brooke makes a great point in this podcast about her own journey. And I'm going to quote her here because this is a really important thing to take note of. So you might want to pause it and rewind what I'm about to say. She says, I didn't get here by coming out and being grand and yelling. The way that I created it was by showing up every single week. And she's talking about her podcast here. And because of that consistency, not significant moments, not big choices, I now have a consistent body of work, a consistent listener, A lot of little decisions that add up to a big pile of success. Something I want to point out with this quote from Brooke is a line that's small but really significant. She says, I made a lot of little decisions. And just like I was speaking before about the little leaps, the changes in mindset, the practices that I was doing over and over again, and one thing building on another thing, making lots of little decisions is what's going to help you move in the direction of a path that's true to you, if that is the journey that you're on as well. However, if it is something 
decision making is something that you find really challenging, then I suggest you do one of two things or both. Uh, number one would be to go back and listen to episode seven, which is called Becoming a Decision-Making Queen. Or number two, simply scroll down into the show notes from today's episode and find the link that says download. And what you'll be able to get your hands on is a seven-question framework that's going to allow you to practice making decision after decision after decision. So you're going to become the queen of decision-making if you use this framework. And in contrast to this idea of the compound effect and doing these small things over and over again is this concept that we keep getting sold called overnight success. And I just want to call BS on this for a moment because if you find yourself falling into that little Jedi mind trick and telling yourself, oh, I could never do it because uh, look at that person, they became a success overnight, then let's just call BS on it a mo- a mo- for a moment. Let's just decide that overnight success doesn't really exist. And, you know, like oftentimes you'll find that you'll be out with a friend and you're scrolling through your Instagram together and she turns to you and she says, oh my God, you should totally follow Rachel Hollis on Instagram. Can you believe she's got 1.5 million followers already? And suddenly your mind is just going crazy and you're thinking, I could never be like Rachel Hollis. I could never have a business like hers or speak on stages like that. Does that sound familiar? Well, like Brooke... Uh, If you actually listen to interviews with Rachel Hollis, she's someone that I love to follow. She's she's a really awesome mama who's up to big things. And uh, Rachel's quote, success, her overnight success was actually a 12-year journey that started out in one career and eventually, after doing several different things, became another and what, what she proves is that each step, each goal was building on the next thing and building on the next thing because she believed really hard in this idea of the compound effect and she made sure she showed up for it every single day. Okay, the final thing that I want to talk about. So we're going to get on board with this idea of the compound effect but in, in terms of making decisions over and over again, one thing that has really helped me, and especially because I made one really big decision as well, is I told myself all those years ago, no regrets. There's going to be no regrets, Rubes, plain and simple. And I remember quite distinctly having this conversation in my head I had this conversation with my head with with my head with myself it wasn't out loud don't worry I'm not crazy but I remember sitting there one day and drawing this really hard line with my inner critic in that moment and said you're not going to let me step into that territory of regrets I'm plain and simple I'm not going there And that moment was so liberating for me 
because it freed me from the idea that there was a a wrong decision and a right decision and heaven forbid I make the wrong decision. I in that moment I freed myself from that concept. And then secondly, B, it helped me to readjust my compass when I felt like I was heading down that slippery slope of regret and therefore regret was going to lead to being stuck and helpless and blaming and shaming myself. So in those moments, I just remembered, hey, you drew a line here. You said to yourself, you're not going to have any regrets. Let's readjust the compass and get back on track. And it wasn't always um, in that moment. It might have taken me sometimes a day, sometimes a few days. But sure enough, I was able to pick myself up, readjust my compass and get back on my path again. Okay, right now, if you've listened to this and you're thinking about a change that you want to make in your career, perhaps it's a switch like I made. Uh, Then I want you to consider the role of the compound effect in your life. And it might be looking back on your life and seeing where the compound effect has been in motion with other areas of your life. It might be your health. It might be your physical exercise. It might be in your relationships where you've positively worked to create a change. And chances are, if you actually look back on your career and if you're looking to, I guess, make a switch into something different, then chances are you've already been in the work already. Chances are you're already in motion. And here's your chance starting tomorrow to begin with that next right action. So if you recognize, hey, I've, I've seen this before in my life. I've seen where I've practiced and practiced and practiced and I've got somewhere. If I apply that same logic to my career and the change that I want to make, whether it takes me six months, it takes me one year, it takes me 12 years like it did Rachel Hollis, as long as I keep taking action after action, that compound effect is going to lead me to the change I want to make and the really big things that I want to get up to. And of course, I want you to remember there are no regrets, okay? No regrets, my love. Have an awesome day. Have an amazing week. And bye for now. Hey there, girlfriend. Podcasts are incredible, aren't they? But of course, as you probably know, the real magic happens when you take those concepts you've learned and apply them directly to your life through daily action. If you're yearning to find more meaning in your work, then I want to invite you to take that daily action by joining me in my one-on-one mentoring program, The Unstoppable Woman. To find out more, head to rubymarsh.com slash private mentoring. I cannot wait to take the journey with you. Oh, 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 oh,